Season 3, Episode 25, Carving Crash. You called, Stephen? Uh, yes, Miss Finch. Uh, that newfangled box just bleeped and it sent an encrypted mail. You told me to tell you if it does that. The, the mail is in your inbox. Okay, thanks for that. Anything else I can do, boss? No, not at the moment. But stand by for a busy day. I suspect this might be bad news. Let me see. Okay. Let's do that. Ah. Emergency message. Top priority. Asteroid about to hit Pacific Ocean. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay. Uh, stay calm. I do. Okay. Number one priority, get assets out of harm's way and their personnel and families as well. <clears throat> Stephen, can you get me the ship movements up to and beyond the 4th of July? Thank you, Stephen. Okay. Priority two, have plausible deniability of foreknowledge. Shit. Shit, this is bad. Okay. Keep a level head, Christina. At least we got warning. Steven, could you get the maintenance contracts? I'm gonna move some ships lunar side for maintenance and I need to see the contract clauses. Thank you. Oh, and I need to see the planned off-earth training and redeployment schedules for all personnel. Thank you, Steven. Oh, what's she like? 
He's a gorgeous man from the Minories. He don't like the fact that I'm a soldier, though. He wants me to leave the RCBS and settle down. Like that's gonna happen. You're a bit young to be settling down, Costas. You've only just got some bum fluff on your face. You're not even a man yet. <laughs> well, you're just envious of my bodilicious moves. <laughs> yeah, right. So sexy girl. You ready to move out? Oh god, anything to get away from this conversation. Focus on the present. Of course. 
why would they blow the comet? I surmise that they wanted to increase its luminosity. Unfortunately, if this comet calves, it will really threaten Earth with a catastrophe. They miscalculated. Oh, this just gets better and better. Well, we still have a chance. A big rock or a small rock, it still carries the kinetic energy of its source. Even the velocities of any explosion are relatively small compared to the mass of vector. In other words, we need to impart a vector change, explosion or no explosion. So, I propose that our plans don't really change. The more we can modify the path before the event, the better. Yes, I thought as much. Just get anything non-essential to the thruster operations and any non-essential personnel back to base. <sighs> Prepare for troops and equipment to retreat out as we deploy motors in a progressive manner. Oh, and move the temporary base off the surface and stand off around a thousand meters out. Roger, I have got that. Perhaps I can assist. I can deploy a neutrino scanner which will orbit the rock. I'll try to find the charges for you. It will take about half an hour to get a crude scan. Great, thanks everyone. Okay, we'll focus on the thrusters then. Let's just hope we have time. Roger, I will be able to perhaps tell you in half an hour. Yacinta, have you found any boreholes yet? No, we've found some drilling equipment. If you find any detonation cord, see if you can trace it back to a control point. Everywhen has a special scanner. He's going to try and find these charges for us. In the meantime, let's get moving and set up as many new thrusters and switch over the old ones as we can. We need to move this godforsaken comet before someone has a very bad Independence Day. Roger, Ma. I suspect they've deployed auto charges with individual clocks. It's much easier. I don't think we'll find a central control. It takes too much time to set up. I think someone wants you dead. Any previous clients, perhaps? It's that bastard Stink. He refuses to pay our invoices. He blames us for the loss of that bloody mine. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. We were just meeting some contract conditions. No hard feeling, personally, old chap. Yes, I do understand that, Colonel. We are both professionals. I suspect that Stank would be glad to see both of our operations eliminated. I'm sure you are correct. We've had several occasions to cross swords with that bastard. Look, can you get your troops to give us some help? We're setting up thrusters to try and undo the change in this comet's trajectory. And the more hands, the merrier. We can talk later once we get off this rock. Yes, of course, Colonel. Anything to stick the sword into that Schweinhardt? Thank you. Much appreciated. Troops, did you hear that? We are to assist the RCBS under the command of Colonel Williamson. Colonel, I place myself and my troops at your disposal. Very good, Colonel. If you could take any of the existing thrusters and completely reverse their vectors and turn them on full thrust, or as high as you can without blowing us all up, I'll leave the team and command structure up to you, of course. Will you give us passage off this rock? We have no means of escape. Of course, but you will have to be sedated for operational reasons. Sorry, I haven't time to explain. So how many have we set up? Five. Well, four operating. The fifth 
I saw some bright flashes and then a maelstrom of dust and gas. Well, if we are going to get a hit, we should see something very soon. This is going to be bad. Space Command has just put out an all-stations warning for the Central Pacific. That's us. Oh, we're on the peak of the mountain. We might be safe. Yes, but it's a peak of a massive volcano. Fireball! Overhead! Well, you have been a good friend. What? Now, let's just sit back and watch this show unfold. I saw a flash below the horizon. The ground shock will hit before the pressure wave. Uh, come on, we are thousands of feet up a mountain. Do you really think that's going to help? Can you hand me the binoculars? I'm going outside. I, I have to see this. I'm coming. Sky. The horizon. Look. I can see a black line. I think it's... Oh, shit! It's the tsunami. I think we have a few minutes. Yes, it's definitely getting larger. I think the P wave should hit short. It's the mountain water wave. God's choice. We should see. Upset. Oh, Sophie, I had to talk to someone. The comet, it hit the earth. What? Completely? No, it carved, split up, two pieces at the earth. The Central Pacific Ocean and Siberia. It is terrible. Terrible! A bell on planet. Earth damaged. 
How badly? Oh, it's bad for anyone around the Pacific. Oh, jeez. There are billions of people around the Pacific. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's very terrible. Will anyone on Earth survive? Well, I don't know. I think so, but it will be very difficult for them. Christopher, wait. Just keep your implants on hold. I have to make a call. Okay. Don't be long, please. Look, get a coffee and calm down. Compose yourself. Thank you, Sophie, for listening. I'll be a minute. Ganda, we have a big issue. The bloody comet carved and two pieces impacted the Earth, Pacific and Siberia. It's not terminal for humanity, but not good either. Oh my god! Okay, get Alex and Cheryl. CNC, half an hour. Okay, thanks. All senior staff report to CNC immediately. All reds. Let's done it. The shit will really hit the fan now. We got a message from Chris. She's okay. On the moon for a vacation. She says they're assembling a CIS fleet to pursue the space terrorists in New London. She also said that they mentioned the Freedlanders as the perpetrators. They will be hunted down and brought to justice. How the hell could they know the Freedlanders were involved? Stank, of course. It's a perfect gambit. He has set us up to be annihilated by the CIS, which obviously serves his interests. Think of all the fat supply contracts he will get servicing the fleet. He just gets a couple of his shills to whisper in the right ears. It's a good move, the bastard. Well, I recommend we get out of New London. But where the hell do we go to? There are a couple of alternative plans, Major. Tell me more. Well, plan A is to take what we can fit into our ships and head to the outer solar system. That's not the most optimal plan. I would concur. We could not carry sufficient consumables or personnel. We would have to leave some chariots behind. Well, plan B is we strip the RCBS base out from under the inn. Just leave empty caverns and we take everything, pack it up and take it to the pirate base. We hunker down there until the CIS get bored, then eventually head back home. If we abandon the inn, isn't that tantamount to an admission of guilt? Well, we don't abandon it completely. We get some volunteers, those that don't look military in any way, and keep the bar going. Ah, I see. Plausible deniability. What military base? But this is just a bar. Yes, you're getting the idea. I don't know, Gander. The CIS are mean bastards. I'm not sure if they'll buy it. After all, they would have insider knowledge from Stank. Well, we would have about three weeks before their lead picket ships start to approach. I don't know if we could strip the base in that time. Well, we don't have any choice, do we? I propose we contact Hartman and offer his troops sanctuary as well. Doesn't deserve what's coming his way. Between us, we would have around 400 troops and at least 10 ships. It would be a huge squeeze, but it's better than just running in open space. That would just encourage a pursuit which we could never win. I'll volunteer to stay, Alex. You go to the base. You look too much like a soldier. Sharu, I'm going to stay as well. Leaving you and Gander and everyone else here to take the brunt, it's just not right. And I know Alex can handle herself. 
Thank you, girls. I'm very moved. Thank you. So, this plan C? Okay, guys, this is where it gets interesting and very exciting. This pirate base is just a staging post for us. Everyone, why don't you explain? Yes, of course. Well, I was thinking, you need to go somewhere where they will never find you. The best solution is that we open up a wormhole as we did get to the comet, but this time we go a little further. Say, a reasonable habitable world nearby, perhaps 20 or 30 light years away. There, we can start emptying the pirate base to a readout. It will create an interesting diversion for you all until the heat goes down. It will also give you a whole planet to explore. My judgment is that this is exactly what you primitive humans need to rid yourselves of your solar system myopia and provide useful training and educational opportunities. Of course, I can observe and gain more data points for my matrices. Ah, I thought that would shut you all up. Jesus, Rudy, that's a little radical. Radical, yes, but we're facing unprecedented challenges, so we have to make unprecedented moves in return. We don't abandon our beloved retrograde. Just retreat, regroup, and then return in strength once the CIS slinks back to its lair. Shit. Well, yeah, absolutely. Count me in. What an adventure. Now, Sophie, look after Shaz. Otherwise, I will be really pissed off when I get back. Oh, yes. We have an extensive program of quilting lined up. Jesus, I'm getting all misty-eyed. It was produced by Melanie Blizzard and written by Melanie Blizzard. The voices you have heard were Barry Howarth playing Boy, Blazer Hearn playing Astronomer One, Graham Zink playing Christopher and Everywhen, Helen Ekendeo playing Costas, Joanne Oliver playing Rudy, Luke O'Neill playing Hartman, Priya Shah playing Chris, Robert Gettens playing Astronomer Two, Stephen Cameron playing Zed. Angel and May is produced by a not-for-profit actors group. Any funds contributed via Patreon will be 100% allocated to future products. <laughs>